Welcome to Apocalypsis in the Modern World. My name is Juan Venancio, and I'm currently a junior studying government and ethnicity, migration, and rights. My name is Leslie Arroyo, and I'm currently a junior pursuing a joint concentration in government and women, gender, and sexuality studies. We are both students enrolled in Gen 1001, Stories from the End of the World at Harvard. In this class is one where we explore the depths of apocalypticism and the end of the world from the perspectives of multiple sources throughout the world. After several weeks exploring apocalyptic storytelling, ranging from the biblical references in the book of Revelations to Aztec mysticism, this class has inspired us to look deeper into apocalypses and apply them to the modern world. For the purposes of this podcast, we view apocalypses as events that involve destruction and damage on earth at a catastrophic level. So with this definition in mind, the purpose of this podcast is to make a bold claim that apocalypses have actually been more prevalent throughout history than actually imagined. However, by taking a look at modern-day warfare, pandemics, and environmental degradation through climate change, we will make an even bigger claim and argue that apocalypses may even exist in our modern world today. When taking a look at destructive events throughout history and in the modern world, one cannot fail to think of the catastrophic damage caused by warfare. Every civilization found itself in some form of conflict at some point in history. So let's take a deeper look at its apocalyptic consequences. That's absolutely correct. No civilization has been immune from warfare. And I want to take a look at three different timelines where this warfare had apocalyptic consequences. Thousands of years ago, in the Warring States period of China, many parts of modern East Asia found themselves in a never-ending cycle of warfare calamity and destruction as several surf-like kingdoms fought battles with each other for nearly two centuries. For nearly 200 years, these kingdoms conquered neighboring kingdoms, subjugated captured territories and people to serfdoms, and pillaged captured treasures. For the netizens of the time, this must have felt like a period of never-ending violence where people living from 483 BCE to 221 BCE had to tirelessly juggle war in this region. The Warring States period of China brings considerable parallels to the World War and Cold War eras of the 20th century. Much like the Warring States period, the collection of conflicts caused by the World Wars and the Cold War resulted in catastrophic levels of destruction. World War I lasted approximately four years from 1914 to 1918 with a total military and civilian casualty of 40 million. World War II, which lasted approximately six years from 1939, in 1945 experienced an estimated 80 million casualty toll, or nearly 3% of the 1940 world population. Additionally, considering the several proxy wars, main engagements, and even direct armed conflicts during the latter half of the 20th century, through the edict of a Cold War, the world accrued hundreds of thousands of deaths. Seen through the lens of a much bigger perspective, these types of armed conflicts continue to exist today. Looking at the first two decades of the 21st century, Several wars have emerged in many regions of the world, from an ongoing war in Afghanistan to political instability in Latin America and coups in Southeast Asia, it appears that this century is not immune of the apocalyptic legacies of the past. And what's worse is that the ones suffering the most impact are the civilians in these particular regions. Now moving on to pandemics, which tie into the themes of destruction and transformation, we will look at how modern and historical pandemics also perpetuate apocalyptic events. Can you further elaborate, Leslie? 
Yes, currently we are witnessing the global destruction caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. According to the World Health Organization, globally COVID-19 has caused 5,002,054,166 deaths. In the United States, an apparent first world country that many would have thought would have a competent and sophisticated preventive approach to the pandemic, it has suffered 7,081,265 deaths. In addition to this destruction, the pandemic has also dramatically transferred our way of life. The labor market was dramatically transformed as some workers lost their jobs while others who had the opportunity to turned to remote work. Others, primarily low-income workers, were deemed essential workers and continued to work even during the pandemic. Of particular importance and concern is the role of technology. In class, we discussed apocalyptic thinking revolving around technology. Today, remote work and virtual meetings continue, even as individuals return to in-person work. According to McKinsey's global survey of 800 senior executives in July 2020, two-thirds said they were stepping up investment in automation and AI, either somewhat or significantly. Additionally, production figures for robotics in China exceeded pre-pandemic levels by June 2020. Many companies are thus deciding to deploy automation and AI in warehouses, grocery stores, and manufacturing plants to cope with surges in demand. Now, I would like to compare the COVID-19 pandemic to three past major pandemics to demonstrate the cyclical nature of apocalypse and their destruction and transformation. I will analyze the Black Death, the smallpox outbreak in the New World, and the Spanish flu pandemic. The Black Death took place from 1347 to 1351. The mortality rate in Europe was estimated to be greater than or equal to 25 million, which is about 25 to 75% of the European population. The Black Death transformed the world by encouraging strong, lasting negative effects on global population growth. The European population did not recover to pre-plague levels until the mid-16th century. Additionally, the labor market was transformed as labor shortages led to higher wages due to European peasant revolts. The smallpox outbreak took place from 1520 to 1527, and the mortality rate was estimated to be 2 to 15 million Aztec deaths and 200,000 Incan deaths. This led to an estimated 90% population decline in the New World. Most importantly, it led to a shift in the balance of power in the New World. Previously, indigenous communities such as the Aztecs dominated empires. Yet, smallpox led to their collapse and to the rise of colonial European powers who were able to conquer these lands. Finally, the Spanish flu took place from 1918 to 1920. The mortality rate was estimated to be 50 million. It led to a temporary global population growth decline. It also transformed the labor market as new groups entered the labor force. The virus disproportionately affected young men, which in combination with World War I created a shortage of labor. This gap enabled women to play a new and indispensable role in the workforce during the crucial period just before the ratification of the 19th Amendment, which granted women's suffrage in the United States two years later. So interesting to learn about the destruction and transformation of plagues. And as the COVID-19 pandemic continues, we will await to see if there are any major transformations. Now, I was wondering if we could move on to another current, urgent, apocalyptic theme, climate change. Yes, of course. So as we discussed in class, climate change is an apocalyptic theme that contains the belief that us as humans have encouraged the destruction of our own environment through irrevocable actions. We can connect this belief to the role of the Antichrist, a figure of great evil who is within us and will lead to destruction. 
Our own human actions have led to growing temperatures, droughts, heat waves, stronger hurricanes, and rising sea levels. Infuriated by these human-caused actions, activists have demanded change from the government. For example, Fridays for Future, which was started by Thunberg in 2018 as a school strike in protest of climate inaction, has attracted millions of participants around the world and earned Thunberg an international platform. In Britain, the Extinction Rebellion has been credited with influencing Parliament's 2019 decision to declare a climate emergency and commit to reaching net zero carbon emissions by 2050, making the country the first major economy to do so. In the United States, the youth-led Sunrise Movement has been widely recognized for its role in elevating the climate crisis on the national agenda. These movements are an example of apocalyptic resistance and a demonstration of a desire to create a new, transformed world that truly cares and is committed to reducing the impacts of climate change in order to save our future population. Wow, that was quite the information. Thank you so much for sharing to our listeners. Before we end this podcast, I would like to end this by challenging everyone to consider the multiple ways that all of these three global circumstances continue to impact humanity in apocalyptic manners. Ultimately, we believe that doing so will help the next generations not suffer the same plight for years to come. After all, every time that we look at all of these different facets of our natural history, it is very indicative that apocalypses have existed for many years in the past. Thank you.